Hello friends, welcome back to 10 in the Flame podcast. This is the first time that Brona and I have been able to record in the same location together and I think that it just makes the energy chef's kiss amazing. And We really hope you enjoy this episode. But we launched straight in with Lunasa and how that energy has been showing up for us in our lives and how we may or may not be handling it. We also reveal some exciting news about where we want to take the podcast and potentially how you guys can get involved, but you have to listen in, no spoilers. I also get a little bit more vulnerable in this episode, so I'm a little bit nervous, but like any good Scooby-Doo episode, you have to wait to the end to find out who did it or basically what I'm talking about. <laughs> but more importantly, remember to rate, like, share, subscribe, engage with us on socials you know we're a small project at this stage still and every little bit helps and every like every share means the absolute world to us but we hope you enjoy today's episode um what do we want to talk about first fucking everything like just like a wee brief chat about lunasa at the weekend and like maybe what that's maybe brought up for Mm -hmm. us other bits and bobs and then the things that we'd like to talk about yeah yeah normally we start ta- having a conversation and like mine we used to like proper plan out the episodes and be like here and here we'll do this and this and now we're just like the tangents we go on i know like i was writing jesus in the last episode <laughs> and now we're <laughs> thank you all for your understanding um and support you gave rona for that that episode that shout was... out to jc <laughs> for that um, um Thank you actually for um, the engagement that we got with that episode has been fantastic so far mm-hmm. and um, the support has been brilliant as well and um, I just love that all of our little little bisexual followers have, um, I hope you have felt heard and seen and understood mm-hmm. um, by two little, two little queers. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. So it was Lunasa at the weekend, and which I did not even realise. Um, and I'm a very bad Celtic witch for not remembering or realising <laughs> until you see it on Instagram and then you, you rush a ritual. Oh, <laughs> like, no. shit, shit, shit. And you need to go get all your ritual shit together and decide what it is that you're going to work, what trauma you're going to work through <laughs> for this festival. Jesus, yeah. Fucking rightly. I know, like, because usually we would keep up to date probably mm-hmm. a bit more, but, like, it's almost... I know that's like part of the Celtic wheel turning, but it's kind of like the wheels turning so fast now that like, you know, we're literally in autumn mm-hmm. now technically. Like that was what Luna says, and it's the in the witch calendar they call it Lammas as well. Mm-hmm. So it's the wheel turning into the season of autumn, like you know before the autumn equinox. And I'd seen a post, and I hope I'm saying her name right, or if it's it's either Marianne Kennedy or Marie Kennedy, um, on Instagram, and because Luna is like a fire festival. And anytime, you know, there's the element of fire that's kind of like burning, releasing, getting rid of. But it's a fire harvest festival. And what she talked about was how there are certain things that like, what is it that you're harvesting? What is it that you're trying to like reap the benefits of from like the summer seed of like the summer solstice or something like that? So I think without even realizing probably so much of our stuff that's come up mm-hmm. in the last couple of days has been within relation to Lunasa and it doesn't have to be a big mm-hmm. fancy magic ritual. It can be like yeah. you maybe crying and texting your ex yeah. or something like that. I wonder who did that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't think I'm a B and then end with Ona. Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> in an empowered way. In an empowered yeah. way. 
yeah of course it always is like Mm -hmm. um but it's it's that kind of all of that stuff that comes up that you can't you have to work your way through there's Mm -hmm. no like compartmentalizing it especially when it comes to that the fire aspect of those festivals and I know for me um I read probably on that post that you were just talking about um and if it is if it's not the same person I'll correct it um after the podcast but um I remember reading um the description that this person put underneath their post and it they were talking about how they've realized over the last year really committed themselves to the Celtic wheel really committing like to really stick into it and really trying to live what each festival and turn of the year is sort of nudging you towards so you know like um Sawin is all about really going into the womb space it's about you know death and then into beginnings like it's really getting yourself ready and planting all you know you're planting all of those seeds and um what I've realized is that I'm really good at getting things started and planning things and being on the go and I'm 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 such a spring baby mm-hmm. like um in the sense that my I never want to stop I want to create loads of projects all at the one time constantly forever and ever amen but never complete mm-hmm. any of them and they were talking about this in this post where they said I realized they were saying that they realized they were this type of person mm-hmm. and that they couldn't understand why they were in burnout all the time and that why they couldn't get anything finished because they were doing a squillion things at once and then never been able to finish it mm-hmm. um there's a couple of reasons why I struggle to finish things that I'll talk about in a wee minute but um I found that really powerful reading that I was like oh my god yes that that was such a um that was such a good way of describing that um and before I take over the whole beginning of this podcast I did listen to another podcast um only podcast you should be listening to is ours sorry I, I just <laughs> listen back to myself and go oh my god that is that's a crack of wisdom <laughs> I oh my god who is this person <laughs> I should only really listen to her um yeah um there's another podcast I was listening to and they were talking about religion and spirituality but religion specifically um but they were talking about it in a non-dogmatic way but the benefits almost of the structures that adhering to say religion can bring they were talking specifically about um Judaism mm-hmm. and how um, Jewish people are different obviously Judaism has different sects just like um sect by the way I just want to like I want to be just because I read my accent I'll you know fudge that um different sects though I can't say that word the same way that Christianity does um but they I've recently learned about how the Jews handle grief and death mm-hmm. so they will go into mourning for a full year they won't listen to me some not all of them do this but um some of them won't listen they won't listen to music for a year um there there's even like a period where when someone really close to you dies um where you don't do anything you get your food made for you you get it brought to you you know you basically put yourself into uncomfortable positions like you'll kneel down or you'll hunker down get really close to the floor stuff like that you know it's to keep you mindful of the fact that you're not meant you're not meant to be okay right now and Mm. that's okay so they have these structures in place that allow you they give you permission to really work through your grief and I I genuinely found that really inspiring and and it then whenever Lunasa came around and I realized that it was Lunasa it made me really want to 
probably from now on, whenever the next, when's the next turn of the turn of the wheel? Um, well, Samhain, but then before the autumn equinox in September. Yeah, twenty twenty first. I'm thinking that I, I am, and everyone on this podcast can hold can hold me accountable. Um, I really want to deepen into what our ancestors used to support them because I always, I think, I, I think sometimes my belief in it was a little bit wishy washy, not belief, mm-hmm. but like because you're you're kind of rediscovering these aspects of your ancestral roots but you don't actually realize whenever I listened to that podcast it made me realize that the reason why they honored the turn of the wheel it wasn't just oh seasons and the sun and the moon and on astral stuff actually you know they have these aspects in the year excuse me that you honor mm-hmm. in order to then reflect that in the grief in your life and the birth in your life and the the planning the creation in your yeah. life that you know it creates that structure that allows you then to explore that and gives you mm-hmm. permission to to spiral in and out of what's important yeah no i completely agree as well and like again there always is like some sort of like magical aspect to it where you're like wow sun moon stars like you just said as well but like what i always get the most out of whenever it comes to like certain um celtic events and festivals is like it's just like it's like the microcosm and the macrocosm, like the macrocosm of like the outward expression of like the change of the seasons of the world, but like matching your own inner seasons too. And I don't know why, like in the last year and a bit, I've been so obsessed with that concept within like my writing and stuff that I've been doing too. Like I was going back over my journal the other week, looking for like a yoga class to teach because I was too busy to write a new one. Um, And all the writing that I've done in the past year and a bit have been about the seasons, but they're always like, you know layered with loads of other stuff reflecting like maybe the change in me as well um which is really interesting and what you'd said then about rediscovering like ancestral roots um me giving you shit a joking like jokey shit for listening to a podcast but I finally finished Blind Boy's podcast yesterday and his second chat with Man Khan Magan I hope I pronounced his name right um and in it he briefly says like this is going to be like really paraphrased, but in this last while, um, a resurgence in interest of Ireland and who we are as Celtic people has come again. And like, you're not really afraid to say, uh, talk about decolonialization as a bad word. It doesn't mean that like, this is blind boys words. And he says, it doesn't mean that you hate the British or you hate the English or anything like that. But decolonizing isn't a bad word anymore. Recognizing the fact that we have been colonized is okay. Like we can recognize that without there being any violence so there's this like huge resurgence in um like mankind was saying like in people like gardening going cold see someone like yourself really reflecting back at the celtic weed of the year and getting in depth and in touch with like our ancestors and what we did because there's no shame there shouldn't have been shame in being irish anyway and being celtic there's no shame in it anymore like it's kind of lifting mm-hmm. and it's so exciting to see like it's so exciting to see yeah. so this is why like the more that we talk about these things and these festivals it's like we're taking little parts of it back for ourselves and yeah. ourselves too and it's dead exciting so it yeah. is it's yeah. like I, I sent um Rona a voice note like a really grumpy judgmental voice note whenever I realized it was Lunasa I was like oh I'll cook dinner here and I'll listen to a wee podcast about Lunasa hoping that I would hear mm. a British or Irish or Celtic voice and it was all and all honour to our um, North American witches who very likely have roots from here um, and thank you for doing the work that you have done so far and speaking about you know all of our, our Celtic history 
um, whether right or wrong or misinformed or not misinformed, but we do, I just want to honor that because it's important that, you know, that we appreciate that. But <laughs> I sent Broda a message being like, I can't find a podcast anywhere that talks about the NASA. Like that, that that has a Celtic, British, Irish voice to it. I was so like, what? I was like, we have what's going on here? Like, <laughs> really, really angry. And I was angry. I think more so at like myself, and angry that we hadn't. I was like, God, have we not engaged properly? Like, you know, and it really kind of put fire underneath me. To, it kind of made me pull my socks up a little bit, mm-hmm. and made me be like, right. And then Bruno was like, well, sure look it we can do it in this episode <laughs> like right. total problem solving like we're gonna do it in this episode we'll be all good there's my virgo <laughs> rising coming out like and i know and like like i suppose you know we could have went off and like researched and had this whole episode just being on the history or whatever of it but it doesn't feel organic to talk about it now like that maybe because the day itself is like been and gone but like like anything you still feel the energies of it before and after but it just feels a lot more organic because i suppose things are coming up in our lives and Maybe people in our lives, 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 yeah. um, where that kind of like internal, like the inner season mm-hmm. is kind of happening and there's change. Yeah. There's change afoot and fuck mm-hmm. me, change happens all at once. <laughs> it really it does. It really does. And I've never yeah. experienced so much change in my life in one go until these last couple of months, mm-hmm. honest to God. You really have. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. Like grief in all different aspects. Mm-hmm. Like I lost a friend a couple of months ago end of a relationship and like just moving like everyone's yeah because you know as most of you probably listening will understand that feeling that concept of when shifts start start to occur internally you almost don't realize it until it starts to externalize in your life Uh and you're like you almost need to remind yourself as well that I probably you've probably been going through internal shifting and changing way before you were even aware of it and then it started to externalize yeah. obviously you know like a, your, your internal shifts are not or you know did not have an impact on anyone dying mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying oh, that no, no, or I know, I know. anything like that but um you often see it start to externalize and i think it's that old it's that old phrase and i wonder where it comes from and i wonder if british people have this phrase as well but it's this whole thing of you'll often say oh it all comes in threes yeah like that you know so we mm-hmm. i don't know where that comes from um, but I've been saying it loads recently. Um, can I tell you what I've been reaping? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been reaping? <laughs> I, w- I wish I was, um, yeah, I wish I had something more interesting to reap, but you can take that out. I'm reaping like... fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reaping fuck all. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that you knew exactly what I meant there when I was like, oh, I wish I had something more. <laughs> Um, I was saying, um, I'm secretly hoping my postwoman listens to this. Your postwoman? <laughs> um, she's really pretty and I'm pretty sure she's queer too. You uh-huh. know, you just get the vibe. You're like, you have to be. I don't um, know. And I keep answering the door when my housemate buys a lot of clothes. Good on her. And I work from home part of the time. And uh, so she's delivering my load of clothes for my housemate. And this is the second time she's come to the door today. Like, came down the stairs, had no bra on, had, like, my trackies on. I mean, I looked fit, like, Aye, but, yeah. like, I looked good. Uh-huh. Um, and my hair was down and all the rest of it. And I just looked really kind of like this wild thing running down the stairs. And I'm kind of, you know, it was that moment where there's no, obviously, this this person is doing their job. I'm not going to fucking say anything to them. Um, but at the same time, 
I'm like, I'm trying to like flick my hair in a way that communicates to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, that flick, you're queer by that I'm like, your hair? I'm like, I'm also, but also please like, you know, say something to me. She's not going to say she's fucking working. Uh-huh. And then I'm not going to say to her because she's fucking working. Uh-huh. So, um, anyway, so setting that aside, setting the, mm-hmm. the nice pretty post woman aside. To like probably person. like Lizzo there, you're quoting her lyrics. Oh, what was that? Hair toss. Oh my god. Check the nails. Yeah, I don't have any nails. Wouldn't fucking take for me to have nails, wanna? Hmm. Wouldn't take for me. <laughs> I'm saying that as if I'm, I'm run by Belfast playing every. I'm not even. I'm bad such a behavior. I'm bad such behavior. an awkward badger. Like don't even. <laughs> I love how like before the last episode we were just like yeah, sex and boobs and fucking <laughs> gender, and then we're like. I can't even make eye contact with the person who delivers me fucking post. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> trying to communicate to this woman by touching my hair. It, it, it could like, work. It could work. Like, it's no. So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, what I have been raping. So, setting all of that aside. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna come out on this episode. Coming out, like not, not everyone knows I'm a wee bisexualista. Everyone knows about you know that you are as well. But my coming out is slightly different, and I'm a little bit nervous. Um, but there has been a real kind of rise in self understanding, self actualization, self actualization. I think with loads of people, especially over lockdown. Um, but I have been, I've been, I'm not coming out about being in therapy. We all know this, but I've been in, I was in therapy for over two years Mm -hmm. and it was one of the best decisions ever made. And I am going to go back in, in a few months, hopefully with the same person who she's amazing. I love her and I can't wait. Um, but I realized when I was in therapy that I'm neurodiverse and, um, I'm not going to talk about how that shows up for me because I'm still in the process of going through the referral and assessments and stuff. Um, and I want to honour the fact that, you know, I am valid. Even if I haven't got received my diagnosis yet, what I experience is valid. I've placed a lot of puzzle pieces together and I'm experiencing my life in... I'm experiencing my life in a very similar way, if not exactly the same way as my neurodivergent friends I manage I have managed to collect neurodivergent friends without even realizing Mm -hmm. that I had neurodivergent friends um and before I go any further neurodivergence um is I actually said this to someone once in all fairness her she was probably in her 50s or 60s Mm -hmm. so but she was like do you mean like like gender gender fluid people and I was like no 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 no. yeah mm, I sort of um, neurodivergence um, is uh, is a term attributed to people that are often autistic, ADHD. They're either they might be highly sensitive people, HSP. They might be have a sensory processing disorder, um, very you know sensitive to sound, touch that kind of thing. Um, they might have synesthesia. Excuse me, synesthesia. I had two sausage rolls before this podcast <laughs> started, and it was such a bad idea. And I keep. Um, it keeps repeating on me, and you really needed to know that. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> so the, there's synesthesia, which is like you can 
experience sound in a physical visceral way oh. sometimes people see see sounds or like colors uh-huh. and things like it can and some people it can be really painful like for hannah gadsby who is just i love her and mm-hmm. um, she has a whole special on netflix called douglas what she taught she it's so she's so funny mm-hmm. i love her so much um she talks about her autism right. but she has synesthesia and she says that some loud noises it'll feel like a like a shock of electricity up the spine so it can be really painful so anyway so neurodivergence is is a broad spectrum of neurodivergent experience within the brain how we process things um so i'm coming out as neurodivergent and i'm 30 (laughs) i'm third i'm 31 and it's been a very slow learning process over the last three years i think and it started with me witnessing an uh, I'm just well I'm gonna fucking tell people now witnessing an ADHD character in Big Mouth. I love Big Mouth. Bubble bath. Bubble bath. <laughs> I love her. Is it weird that I fancy a cartoon? No, monster? I fancy her so much. Oh, I love her. The sexiest form of monster. Isn't she? Yeah. So um, yeah. So there's a character in that, and I forget his name, but he's the little sort of hyperactive kid. And um, but they did a whole episode. And it was really beautiful, actually. They did a whole episode on how he experiences the world. So it was all from his perspective. And I sat back, like leaned back in my chair. The whole like I got further and further back into my chair through the whole episode, mm-hmm. and I almost started crying out of grief and then shock, fear, and then also realization. I was like, someone's putting a name on how I think everyone experiences the world yeah I was like does everyone not experience that like that is literally how that came about for me and you know obviously I've been in therapy and um so there was actualizations that occurred through that and then realizing that I've moved house loads of times because I've I I can experience emotional dysregulation mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. which I thought I was just a shit this is gonna be a bit sad I thought I was a shit person fuck I just thought I was a shit person it's actual emotional dis I, I ADHD people who have ADHD often experience and um, not just issues with executive functioning and organization uh-huh. but also issues with emotional regu- regulation um so I just thought I was shit um a shit person and um for not being able to I used to get a lot you know a water off a duck's back mm-hmm. I got that a lot growing up and I used to sit there being like so is all of this going to make sense when I'm and I was convinced I was like oh when I get older all of this is going to make sense and it never did yeah. none of it ever ever did and then I was like you're telling me water like water off a duck's back it's like but what if I'm the water and everything I'm experiencing are the ducks and I'm mm-hmm. just fucking getting rolling off the back of ducks every day yeah like that's how I, I, I related more to the water than I did to the ducks mm-hmm. I was like I don't I don't get what you're trying to say to me um so I that kind of intense sort of feeling things extra intensely uh-huh. um so that has been very much a, a reaping mm-hmm. of this what's going on so i'm getting see even though there's music playing outside it's, it's a man next door right and he is a fucker and i've never spoken to him but i wake up i teach a yoga class thursday mornings everyone thursday morning <laughs> 7 a.m online fucking hell and um where, no, where do you right now where do you teach them online then? just for flow yeah flow yoga and we'll put the details up so that you can go i also want to announce something yes, as well but not not right you go ahead oh, and then i'll announce well, something, I'm gonna something yes. after <laughs> um but i so i'll be like teaching a yoga class um and i'll be leading shavasana everyone's nice and relaxed this fucker next door will start blasting come on eileen at 10 to 8 in the morning <laughs> that happened once and i literally had to say <laughs> meditation i was like 
guys I'm really sorry for some reason my neighbour plays music really early and this morning it's come on Eileen so um you know enjoy the rest of your day oh yeah but like no no not in a sad way I was like why but that Um, is funny like I know but what sorry what were you saying that like that noise then cut cut I was about to say that I can't remember what it was see this is then another aspect of it where like it happens a lot when I'm in restaurants mm-hmm. um, because I, I just have a lot of memories of restaurants where people will be talking to me and I'm trying really, really hard to concentrate on what they're saying. But sometimes I'll actually tap in. If I can catch the edge of someone's conversation from the, I might hearing will selectively unplug from the person I'm talking to and I, all I can hear is what they're saying and mm-hmm. I can't, I try really hard to unplug and I have to say to people, I'm really sorry, but I've tuned into their conversation. I remember saying that loads you know when I was throughout my 20s when I go for dinner with people and I just thought it was a thing that everyone experienced mm-hmm. like I was like you know that people I, my brain would just it's like taking pulling it out of it like the cord out of a jack mm-hmm. and sticking it into the jack next to me in the table next to me like that's what it would feel like and, I, and then I would have to say to people, I'm really sorry I, I, I need you to repeat what you just said because I've now started concentrating and whenever that music started to play next door my brain what I was trying to say my brain just went nope 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 yeah so yeah and then I I'm okay because I can kind of tune in and out of uh-huh. it now um but yeah so that's how it tends to manifest so uh-huh. yeah I'm neuro- neurodivergent oh and there's a reason why see this is how it works there's a reason why so it's neuropride neuropride uh-huh. Ireland uh-huh. this week so this is I think this is the very first neuropride Ireland so it's a recognition of the fact that um a lot of queers are actually neurodivergent mm-hmm. um and a small group a small team of people have set up Neuropride Ireland and you can follow them on Instagram mm-hmm. and um, they're doing loads and loads of different things um, all of this week and I got had a chat with one of the members of that team, Keir, who was really lovely and um, it's going to be up on their YouTube on Friday so we might do a little social link mm-hmm. um, to that if anyone wanted to watch it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my reaping. Of the, that's how Lunasa arrived for me. Okay, I know. Go! Yeah, I'm no, right. excited that you like did that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Yeah, so many different like parts of ourselves that we have to like actualize and like realize mm-hmm. in ourselves too. That like, like you said, about when you were younger, you're like, when I'm a bit older, it'll all make sense. It'll all make sense or whatever. Yeah. And it's mad that work has to be put in and things have to like. Yeah be talked about to like actually figure things out mm-hmm. though it, it never did make sense no never ever did mm-hmm. and actually what ha- the world still to a large extent doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. but what is making sense to me now is me mm-hmm. so I'm now able to make sense of myself so I can place myself in the context of the world that yeah. I'm in and that's the huge difference um, and then I realized like I was saying earlier that I managed to collect loads of neurodiverse friends without even realizing it mm-hmm. and my very first relationship um with my boyfriend was um it turns out I'm still very good friends with his mum oh nice and turns out that um he uh he got diagnosed with ADHD in the last few years mm-hmm. and I'm like wow we just attract each other yeah. like you know it just blew my mind mm-hmm. That, that even occurred I was like wow that makes so much sense yeah yeah oh <sighs> how do you feel I feel really good yeah yeah feel good mm-hmm. that was nice to get that off my chest very nice and talk about it 
um i think as well i'm doing a lot of work around clearing my throat chakra mm -hmm. and um and uh, i did a bit of work um energetic work with someone recently um who supports me a lot um with that um but i don't want to call them out in the podcast because mm -hmm. i think it'll scunder them yeah. but um they really support me and I, I i go to them whenever i need to and um loads of work around the back of my heart chakra mm -hmm. and sort of really releasing other people's fears that have like a hold on me yeah. there that have stopped me moving forward um so i can feel all of that activating now and we did a lot of work on the back of the throat and the throat mm -hmm. releasing but i think i've started to do that anyway like with the podcast mm -hmm. and then anyone who follows me on my personal instagram will know that i'm very vocal about gender and spirituality and you know housing stuff and um just anything that i think is important like yeah. um the environment and because i've become hyper fixated now with tiny living oh my gosh yeah and i really want to live in a tiny house community i saw someone recently they Annaleke. yes Annaleke. i don't yeah. know her um but i've seen her all over instagram and i recognize her dog because she comes <laughs> into the cafe that i work in in the mornings and like on the weekends so she's so lovely. She comes in with her dog, and in my head, I'm like, I know you. Who you are? You live in a tiny, <laughs> tiny house, <laughs> and it's fun. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I've become. I'm like. I want this for myself, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to move towards as well plastic free, ah. which is gonna take a while. Yeah. Um. Fair play though. Yeah, and I bought a bread maker. So this is why I was late to the podcast, bro. And I told you this. I sent Brona a message, being like, I'm really sorry. I'm probably gonna be a twenty minutes late because I'm where to pick up a fucking bread maker. Bread's there to be made, like. This is it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> fuck best things since sliced bread. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I know. Um, that's mad that you were chatting about like the throat chakra and like heart chakra there as well because, like, oh, bluebells come in. Hello, bluebell. <laughs> bluebell. This bluebell's a dog, by the yeah, way. She's not just like a person. Having the crack in my yoga classes too, don't you? 7 a.m. on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Oh, she's just so beautiful, isn't, isn't she? she? She's so pretty. She's I wish people talked about me like that. I know. People do talk about you. Like um, that. if anyone listening on the podcast, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that out. Anyone on the podcast <laughs> listens and is in love with us, please tell us. Um, <laughs> but um, it's interesting what you were saying about your throat chakra and the heart chakra having to be worked on because that was always the heart chakra was something that I always had to work on when I was going to practitioners and stuff as well. But more so on the throat recently maybe not even in an energetic sense now but it's getting to the point where like you said you're very vocal about the things that you care about like on your personal instagram and and different things like that and it's getting to the point where like i realized yesterday that i'm six months in therapy now um very exciting and do we clap for brona that's Bruna, amazing who's actually dealing with things that's amazing um thank you um and so she was just chatting about that and saying i don't know nice things but she said something to me recently when I was chatting to her and she was just like, right, but it's your time now. And I was like, oh, dear God. And it's getting to the point now where like, you know, things that need to be expressed probably are going to come up. And like when you spend so long, like maybe people pleasing or holding back, you feel yourself mm. just, like your throat chakra just kind of closing up. It's all just like going to have to come out now, like that harvesting, that reaping, yep. that sowing energy of Lunasa. Um just all gonna be coming out yep yeah and it's gonna have to yeah 
gets to the point then where you can't really live your life for anyone else no. anymore other than yourself like no. whether that be parents friends partners ex-partners whatever mm. it's that's where the work comes yeah. in i think the I, I find like the journey of learning to live authentically often starts as like an emotional riot yeah. within yourself yeah it feels riotous to begin with and mm-hmm. it feels aggressive and violent and angry because there's a lot to be dealt with and then one day you know you kind of look at yourself in the mirror and you realize that you've sort of reached an unprecedented level of peace within yourself yeah it just the peace comes and then the riot begins again over something else because you know as our our celtic ancestors would know very intrinsically um that we will spiral in and out we're always taken off another layer yeah um but it's that it does it feels like a riot mm-hmm. initially you know to live authentically feels violent initially the journey starts off quite violently in the inside mm-hmm. i think it can be so painful too because you're yeah. going against what you've kind of not that you've created something for yourself but that you're upbringing your parents any situation that you've encountered in your whole entire life has created around you so you're kind of almost feels like you're acting against yourself to try and act as yourself yes at the same time um there was a quote my therapist gave me a book a while ago it was by Stephen Cope it was called the great work of your life and the quote that was in it like fucking hit me right in the soul and it was like um it was you don't know how to act because you don't know who you are (gasps) and I was like sweet suffering fuck it's so (laughs) fucking true it's so true but it's so fucking painful as well but that's that's the fucking paradox of it all is like to act as yourself you need to stop acting as what you think you are yeah because then you can't figure yourself out unless you start living authentically but it's you're completely right yeah it is a bit of a swings and roundabout (laughs) situation it's like yeah i get you Uh um where you almost need to be i'm gonna sound like such a wanker right but you need to you need to feel unknown and lost for a little while Mm mm-hmm before you realize what's what's real and true yeah um within yourself and i think oftentimes when we go through that kind of dark night of the soul and we go through that um like who the fuck because i went through it recently literally about a month ago i was like who the fuck am i what am i doing what am i doing with my life like you know real proper turmoil like to the point where i was like i just want to stay in bed i want to stay in bed and not get out i just want to watch avatar the last airbender over and over again mm-hmm. for the rest of my life um and then it lifts yeah and i found that like i was talking to you here she's back yeah. going back for pat's mom hello hi bluebell um so then it lifts mm-hmm. and then you realize you i was saying to you you get those sparkly feelings again yeah um like whenever i had that conversation with Kier. I left that conversation like I was so I could feel myself in the moment being really animated and I was mm-hmm. like this is something I feel really here from Neuro Pride Ireland and um, I felt really passionate about and I was like this is you know when something lights you out you feel it lights you up mm-hmm. and you feel really sparkly yeah and then you get those moments again and you're like oh that's and then you start to you'd be like oh that's me mm-hmm. it's like oh that's where I'm going yeah it's like oh that's the point of all of this uh-huh. and then eventually you'll cycle back into despair again and then you come out again yeah that's so true that is so true like what you said about the sparkly feelings as well like i've really been fucking questioning what the fuck i'm at with myself um 
just in life and career wise career wise or whatever um because yoga is really not resonating with me as much anymore as it once did and I think I talked about in the podcast before I took time off teaching and stuff and I'm just doing one class a week which is grand but um I'm leaning a lot more toward like energy work and cards again yeah. and I haven't done a card reading for anyone in a lifetime and two friends reached mm-hmm. out to me this week um to look for card readings done and then um recce as well I also this is what this was happening so um I did a reading one of my first readings I've done oh my god in a couple of years proper readings Uh um with our lovely winner I'll not call them out um but with our lovely lovely. winner um who won a session with Rona and then a session with me and it was beautiful amazing and I was like oh I need to start doing this again Mm -hmm. so I just want to let people know that if you do want a reading Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely available for that and I haven't decided where I'll what platform I'll offer them on or how that'll work um we do have some interesting plans and we're just going to say this now actually I love that I'm making an executive decision for both of us Fuck it, say it. I'm scared um, now we... I just can't remember <laughs> <laughs> so um we are going to set up a patreon yes um, oh we're announcing it oh, yeah fuck. we're announcing it. I know this is clearly what's happening um, so we're going to set up a patreon and we have an exact we don't know exactly how it's going to look um, but we really want to start offering content that, you know, could be yoga, it could be meditations, you know, Brona and I are both writers um, and we're both readers as well. And we really, it's about setting up a community as well. And that will include sort of lists of people that we've interviewed or companies that we've worked with on a personal basis, you know, it, creating like a proper network. Yeah. Um, but offering that as well, um, because we want to expand the podcast, we want it to go as far as we want to take it as far as we can take it Aye. um and we want it to reach as many people as possible it's something that we really care about it's something we're really passionate about this isn't just something that we're like oh this is great crack mm. yes it is good crack because we are funny as fuck so fucking but, funny it's ridiculous <laughs> but, but um we we really want to take it as far as we can take it so we want to start this is something we're going to announce this we have announced it oh my god we're setting up up a patreon so we want you to keep an eye out for that um and where Brona and I'll be offering different different things bits and bobs bits like. and bobs um so yeah then maybe that's a platform that i'm going to be operating off with you that would so be cool. mm-hmm. that would be cool um i was thinking as well like because i had it was just mad that like those you know requests for card readings came into me this week after so long and then um like i got my recce master there at the end of may and i've just been kind of trying to integrate that a bit and before i start offering that out to the public and like practicing on friends so that like sparkly moment where you said yesterday or yourself um yesterday I did recce on a friend and then I did recce on a friend a couple of weeks before that as well and it's just energetic work like that leaves you a bit drained afterward yeah. and like you're a bit fried and exhausted but it's that like it's just that certain feeling where you're just kind of like in tune with yourself then mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of I want that a bit more so um well I'm not going to say explicitly yet but a friend of mine has got a space that they that they own that at some point maybe at the end of August or maybe start of September I'll be offering recce from there like in person as well that's amazing and I'm very excited about that you should be excited that's incredible I'm looking forward to it um and maybe something somewhere along with card readings as well maybe I'll do that in patreon yeah because our type of reading probably quite different yeah you and I would be great um, or us in person, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I, our rain styles would, styles would be very different. Uh-huh. I, like I that love thing. that. Yeah, I love that. Because we've both, have I given you a reading or you've given me a reading? I paid for a reading Shit, way right. back when. Oh my 
my god, I forgot about yeah. that first lockdown. It was all lies, by the way. Like, she was shit. But... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking cry about this when you leave. <laughs> Can I just say, before everyone starts crying, I was like, that was a really dry joke. I did not mean that. I know, it was a joke. I'm going to have a fucking complex highlight. <laughs> she was, oh no. <laughs> See, I my humor so dry. I did. Oh, so is my mind. But awful. then I regret it. I mean, I'm just like I love dry humor, but then I'm oh, like, so did good. I hurt? Did I hurt their feelings? It's a fucking sign of intelligence. I know people say sarcasm's <laughs> the lowest form of wit. If you don't understand the joke, then you're the fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I forgot that that even happened. Yeah, that I did a reading for you. That's crazy. Yeah, I was yeah. way back when. That, that was, was a whole a year that, and a bit ago. Was that? over lockdown first lockdown I was at home with it feels longer yeah even longer yeah like what I know four people ago were we four people ago four oh my versions god right. of ourselves so ago four, four versions of ourselves ago mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um god crazy I know so god that's a lot yeah, that's a, a lot. lot of information we've just put into it but it all flowed really nice okay. and because we had different plans we were going to talk about something else today and mm-hmm. um, I think we were you know because I think one of the things that me and you have kind of decided is and it's really nice to settle into that rhythm of like well whatever comes up like we'll have a plan and we do have our episode plan and what we might do is just release a list of maybe ideas of what we want to talk about rather than kind of maybe keep it really really strict I don't know if that'll work but we could probably take that bit out but Mm -hmm. um yeah this dog makes me feel like there's a little toddler because She's, she's what type should be spaniel isn't she she's a working cocker spaniel, yeah so yeah. from the back she just looks like a toddler with really long black hair yeah, they, oh she's like me she's like me oh no oh she's wee darling she's so pretty she was so fucking zenned out yesterday too um because i gave recce to my friend in the living room and she was out in the hall she must have been and he was like all oh, the recce were coming at her through the walls and i was like oh jesus you never know <laughs> coming she, at her through oh, jesus <laughs> and then she came in and she was just like fucking loving life she was zooted she was fucking suited. That's what that's about. Just a big fire sign of Leo. We're in Leo season. So there's a full moon in Aquarius there. It was about two weeks ago and that was fucking horrendous for me anyways. Um, cause my, my son's in Aqu- yeah. Aquarius. but I know my Aquarius, my can- there was a cancer moon there earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Fucked me up. Because <laughs> my son's in cancer. It mm-hmm. really messed me up. It wrecks you. But just Leo's a fire sign and it's a very out there sign of being seen, being heard. Type of thing, so it's quite interesting the amount of stuff that we've shared tonight, yeah. and like that essentially, they like come out, letting yourself be seen, letting yourself be heard. Mm-hmm. It's all quite good, isn't it? It is, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, I want to set another, and I don't know, I don't know why I want to say this, so just in case we might need to cut this bit okay. out, okay? Um, but if my post woman, <laughs> if my post woman is listening, see, most people I think when they see me think you know that I come across, I think I'm quite a confident person. But see, when it comes to like dating, and I'm not actively dating, I'm not like actively looking for someone unless it's my post woman, but um, or family, but what's who have got my shirt today? Yes, I, I yeah, I'm going to see in. her. I'm going to see her next year, and we all know this. I've said this before. Um, I won't be wearing the shirt because I'm not that much of an external simp, but <laughs> I'm not going to like let her know I'm a simp. Oh, but... it's best to see. Him. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Um, but uh, can't remember what I was saying now. But uh. Yeah, if my oh yes, if your post woman, if my post woman listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. just just like, <laughs> just I don't know, just I'm looking at delivery. I'm looking at delivery. <laughs> <laughs>
You're such a bull boy. <laughs> bad etiquette. Like, bad etiquette. <laughs> I'm like, genuinely, I suppose, like, because we're both single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Oh, sorry. That was not a joke. Trigger, trigger warning. Okay, sorry. We're both single. Yeah. That trigger warnings for you. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, and I don't know, like, I... I do want to date, but at the do same you? time, yeah, yes. I would, I mean, I'm not actively looking for people. I'm not on Tinder. I'm not on Bumble. I'm not on it. I find it incredibly draining. Oh, um, so. And also when I look at pictures of people, I don't go, oh my God, like I've said in the last episode, I don't go, oh my God, yeah, I want to be that. Like, well, that's a human being there. Uh, yeah. Right there, I, they are, it, are alive. <laughs> also, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And I, what I really miss, so I was out, it's Belfast Pride, is it this week, I think as well. Um, but I was out on the Friday night. And do you know what I really miss about gay bars? I love gay bars, right? Mm-hmm. And I love being out at them. But what would I really miss? Because when I get out, I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm ready to go. And then when I get out, you have to just sit at a table. I know. And not move. And you can't like rub shoulders with people or like flirt with people. I'm much, much better in person when I can kind of take a minute to be like, suss someone out mm-hmm. um, or they can take a minute to suss me out my favourite thing is making eyes at people and then getting eyes back Jesus, over I a couldn't bar. even tell you last time I seen an eye like a, a fuck I'll give you eyes don't give me eyes <laughs> can I love people in the eyes at the best of times <laughs> <laughs> fucking eyes like... yeah so Leo season yeah I want to manifest a couple of dates get it fucking I know on the internet now it's it's out and about Denise, Denise, Denise looking dates <laughs> With who? Not who, but a what? A what? <laughs> who, what, where, when job? Like, you should print, we should print off like tending the flame fucking business cards and like have it in your window. And then whenever you're getting the post over, she'll be like, what's that? And then she'll listen to this and she'll never go back to your house again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a next know. level. Like, putting really. it out. Putting it out. Putting there. it out there. I want to go on a couple of dates with people who I actually fancy. That's such a concept. I know, because dated so many people that I've just not I've not felt like I've maybe like been like yes I'm enjoying dating you mm. but then I've not it's never really went beyond that I really just want to date someone that I just think is just so fit yeah because I don't know I'm happy with an it he uh-huh. sure he her they them god my intentions are so opposite like I'm moving out of Belfast in a couple of weeks not like super duper far away but just like half an hour out of Belfast and there's like a forest near me so I'm probably suburb for it to be like, um, you know, Leo, Newman and Leo to be like, seen, heard, express yourself. I'm leaving the city and I'm going far away. You never know. One I'm of not the... be chatting to anyone or anything. One of the consultants who li- will inevitably live next year with where you're going. Um, a consultant. consultant. There's loads of consultants out that way. A consultant, what? I don't know, like medicine or something. Medicine, I fucking know. the economy and all. Yeah, not a chance. No, and there'd be one of them out there, and their gardener. Their they them gardener will they, appear, gardener. and then they'll be the they them of your dreams. I went. What? I went to a quiz the other night, Did you? and the literally the they them of my dreams walked past me. I was like, oh my god, they are so cool. Did you look them in the eye, like? briefly but I really struggle with that mm-hmm. like if I really like I will struggle to look you in the eye if yeah. I really like you mm-hmm. um but they walk yeah walk past and they just were the coolest person I have ever seen in my entire life and I'm like you are just so unob- unobtainable it's mm-hmm. breaks my heart well I'm gonna be the they them of my dreams <laughs> <laughs> in the forest far far from the city <laughs> that's 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 my hot girl autumn 
<laughs> Actually, it's not hot girl summer anymore. The wheel is turned. Autumn. Yes, it's hot As girl. our ancestors said, hot girl autumn. <laughs> uh, did you not know that Lunasa directly translates as um, very warm woman? Very warm woman. <laughs> Fuck the god, the god Louis. It's about my hot fucking autumn and my crunchy leaves. Warm woman autumn. Do you want to know like a real autumnal moment I had last week? Go on. I was driving up from home. Um, so I was flying up the M1. I mean, I was driving safely up the M1 um, <laughs> back into Belfast from home. Had my earphones in. Driving and, um, <laughs> As if that's a thing. I'm like, always driving safely. And um, was listening to Taylor Swift, who is my, my guru, my queen, my everything. And um, she really is. And um, one, of her, her last, one of her last albums, Folklore, came on. And it was raining. And Taylor Swift is just like autumn mm-hmm. in a person, especially oh, her album God, yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. Um, driving up in the rain, listening to Taylor Swift, shedding the odd wee tear. And um, I was like, I am dying for a chai right now. So I drove straight from the M1 to East Belfast, the Starbucks drive through sat in the car park crying, but like in a cool way, um, to Taylor Swift. And I was like, fucking Autumn's here. Like, again, much like our ancestors did. <laughs> much like they did. I was like, it's happening. The leaves are changing. Oh my god, I've seen Everything's that as well. Happening. But it happened really quick. My nose bleeding. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. You got your nose pierced, didn't you? I got you? my nose pierced two days ago. Oh, girl. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? I can't remember now. Yeah. This is a podcast. It's funny because this is the first podcast Brona and I have done in person. Aye, it's weird. And the energy is very different, mm-hmm. but I really like it. I like it. It flows in a really nice way. And mm-hmm. um, the See, Brona and I, the way we're talking now, Brona and I would talk like this when we are in, per- in person mm-hmm. and um it's one of the reasons why when we got together to do this podcast it is one of the reasons because we had such a good vibe Aye. um together and it was just every time we met up we just were wetting ourselves laughing mm-hmm. but we go in really really deep and then you come back up for a wee bit of a laugh mm-hmm. and then you go back in deep again crying outside yeah. of starbucks so true mm-hmm. all like yeah all the things all the things oh, so here mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been a really, um, this has been a really nice chat, mm-hmm. and the vibe has been very different compared to like the past year that we've been doing it all remotely. Holy fuck! When did our first episode come this out? October. October. Mm-hmm. Three months. So we're gonna have to do something for our for our one year. I was thinking as well um, that I would really love uh, maybe as part of the Patreon thing. I don't know an aspect of that, but I would really love to start taking circles and groups of people um places and mm-hmm. start going to locations um and start working through stuff that way and um, oh, i'm definitely Jesus, getting yeah. i'm getting called to the cards again i'm getting yeah. called the readings and the meditation and hosting the meditations and the mm-hmm. circles and the group stuff same yeah same. so um i love how we can do that like independently of each other yeah. and together as well yeah that's yeah i think that's one of the reasons why we started this as well is because we weren't tangled up with it with each other mm-hmm. it, it, like too much either um, but we had just such a good vibe going um but yeah so we have loads and loads of plans um we hope that you your lunasa went really well mm-hmm. um let us know how your rituals went if you did anything for it what has been coming up for you what have you been reaping for this time of the year did you relate to anything that i said or brona said and um, we really want to hear that from you mm-hmm. um and we will also have a little list of ideas of things that we want to talk about maybe not an episode list we don't know yet we'll see and um, but we still plan to put that up Aye. um 
but yeah we as the wise women that we are so the wise celtic women that we are we know how to flow mm-hmm. and we know how to let things just just go the way they need to mm-hmm. and i think that neither of us are particularly rigid people so that's been a really nice lesson to learn about i know for me anyway mm-hmm. um to let aspects of the podcast go and trust that whatever gets said whatever gets done Aye. is worthy yeah. and relevant and mm-hmm. i get out of my head about it yeah i'm usually such a massive control freak and hold on really tightly to things but i've been learning not mm. to do it as much yeah as well and especially with with regard to this too yeah it's but that was a big learning thing for me yeah. as well yeah it was good um yeah that's it mm-hmm. so yeah enjoy your autumn, your hot girl autumn, hot boy autumn, hot they them autumn. Warm woman autumn. Shout out to Taylor Swift for fucking doing bits all the time. Taylor Swift's unreal. We should, get, we should get Taylor Swift on. She was in Donegal last weekend. I did, I heard about this. What the fuck? Does anyone who's listening know Taylor Swift? Can she get, get her on our podcast? Do you know who comes into the coffee shop all the time? Jemima Kirk. And apparently she's an actress. She was in Lena Dunham's Girls. <gasps> and she's filming with Taylor Swift's boyfriend in Belfast. Excuse me. So, Jemima, iced fucking latte, no syrup. <laughs> Kirk, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you tell Taylor I'm looking at her, please. <laughs> Every episode ends with me being thirsty for someone. It's like either Harry Styles, who's here, fucking Jesus Christ himself, <laughs> or Taylor Swift. But like, <laughs> it's my human intention. <laughs> uh, tune in next week for um, more extensive thirst trapping yes. from Brona. From from Bruna. <laughs> you have been listening to Tenny in the Flame podcast. If you would like some more information about some of the stuff that we chatted about today, you can find some links and signposts in the episode description. Or if you think that we've missed anything out, you can send us a message on either Facebook or Instagram. More importantly, if you really enjoyed today's episode, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review.